Welcome to the Steady On Podcast, where God's hard truth meets your hard story. I'm Angie Bauman, and this is a special bonus episode featuring some of the authors in the collaborative group, Sisters Forward. The conversation you're about to hear focuses on the fruit of the spirit. This group of ladies, of which I am a contributor, came together recently to write a book of devotions that encourage readers to consider how they might receive more from Jesus's love in order to display more of Jesus's love. And when we went live on the Study on Facebook page, we decided to demonstrate how powerful Christ's love on display is by sharing stories of how Christ's love on display in others has made a powerful impact in our lives. Some of the stories will make you laugh, others might make you cry, but all of the stories share a thread of deep appreciation to people who pointed us to how much Jesus loves us by loving on us with his love. Galatians 5, and 23 in the NIV says this, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Let's listen in. Good evening, Steady On community, and welcome to a special author panel with my ministry friends. These are some of the Sisters Forward contributors, and we have, well, we have all come together sort of painstakingly, I don't know, and put together a devotional. Does anybody have theirs on their desk? Did anybody look? Yay. I'm in this book. We're all in this book. <laughs> and so we're coming together tonight. The book is a group of devotionals on the fruit of the spirit. And we're coming together tonight to give you just kind of like a glimpse into the new devotional, but also we're just putting a little spin on the fruit of the spirit. What we did was we wrote about uh, different ways to have more of the fruit of the spirit in our lives. But we thought it would be fun to tell stories about some of the ways that we have benefited in our lives from receiving the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit in the lives of other people, where at times they've come into our lives and demonstrated this, and it has pointed us to Jesus and grown us closer. And so we welcome you into this conversation. I don't exactly know what's going to happen, but I guarantee you it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and so I'm Angie, if I didn't already say this, I am joined tonight. Wave when I say your name, lady, Katie, I'm going to do it in the boxes that are in the order on my screen, but that this is Katie <laughs> and this is Cassia. She's our fearless leader and Sandy's with us and Stephanie is with us and Teresa is with us. And, um, and we're just delighted that you are are with us, whether you're catching us live tonight or on the replay, we're so glad that you are here. And so Casilla, will you kind of start us off and just tell us a little bit about what Sisters Forward is and the, and how this devotional book has been birthed. So, um, Angie, thank you so much for having us tonight. I'm excited. I, you know what? I'm nervous hanging out with my friends, but I <laughs> kind of feel like I'm throwing a little party and you've all came. So thanks. <laughs> Um, so Sisters Forward is a place for Christian women to link arms and move forward, encouraged in our walk with Jesus and equipped for kingdom service and empowered in our unique purpose. And the dream for this ministry really um, dropped into my heart in 2020. My Bible study group was reading Dream Big by Bob Goff. And that's where this dream started. It was really to create a space for Christian women communicators and creatives to elevate their voice 
voices and to help connect them with the women that they're called to serve through a shared platform. So where we started just a little over a year ago, we just had our first anniversary on March 1st and, and God's done so many incredible things in that short period of time. Um, we created this space on Facebook and Instagram to have community. And we do all kinds of fun things every month. We connect our sisters with mission partners doing kingdom work locally and globally and find out how we can partner with the work that God has them doing. And these incredible women, every month they bring their gifts and share it with the community. And so they um, bring the practical truth of God's word through writing and speaking and singing encouraging words for us. And it's a place for us to connect with our sisters and to get them that encouragement and community that we all just so very much need. So that's what the ministry is about. And we moved into this collaborative devotional book that we have done together. And it has been, it has been such a blessing to see all these seven different voices and stories coming together to glorify God and to teach us how we can grow and cultivate and exercise that fruit of the spirit. Mm, very well said. I feel like we should all just sign off now. That's right. <laughs> I didn't even have to look at my notes. I know. You know it, girl. You know it. Well, and I have to tell the fun story that you posted. If you don't follow Casia, first of all, follow Casia. But uh, she posted just a week or two ago about the fact that because this came out of Bob Goff's, I mean, studying Bob Goff's book, Dream Big, right? And Bob Goff, if you don't follow him at the back of his books, he's like, hey, if you have something to talk to me about, call me. And he puts his phone number in there. And Casia called him to talk and he answered. So she got to tell Bob Goff, like, hey, we're doing this thing, you know, because it, you know, started from a Bible study of your book. And she said he was just like delightful and humble. And, uh, and so I just think that's a really cool part of this story. So what we're going to do, yeah, I know what we're going to do tonight is we're just going to take turns talking about different fruit of the spirit and where we have seen this in our life. And so we're going to start off with Stephanie and Stephanie's going to talk about love. And if you other ladies want to mute yourself, I'm gonna let you guys do that just um, that way, just for background noise, since there's so many of us, but Stephanie's going to talk about love. And if we look at the fruit of the spirit, it's in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, and it's all listed out there. And the word love might be a Greek word that maybe some of us are more, a little bit more familiar with because it's agape, right? And so, and, and we're um, a little bit maybe more familiar with agape, the Greek word, but it means affection and it means goodwill and it means benevolence. And one of the definitions I found said this of the love of men to men or women to women in this case, especially of that love of Christians towards Christians that are enjoined and prompted by their faith whether the love be viewed as in the soul or expressed. So it's this love of Christians towards Christians, which is prompted by their faith. So it's an outpouring of the inward, right? It's the out, the fruit is the outside evidence of what's going on inside. And so Stephanie, will you start us off just with a story that has enriched your life where someone has demonstrated love to you? Be happy to share Angie. And thanks again for having us all tonight. Um, I am so blessed to be able to share with you that my mom, Cindy Schultz, was a living example of unconditional love. And I feel like her life from the youngest age made an impact on me, um, living, breathing, and moving uh, the scripture, Matthew 25, 40, whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers that you mm -hmm. do unto me. She was connected in the community and she would get wind of people in need. And a couple of things that stick out from my childhood that I'll never forget. Um, she found out about a man that was walking around New Albany, Indiana, um, using a, a wooden leg. 
and she reached out to an orthopedic surgeon friend of hers who got him a beautiful prosthetic for free. And uh, imagine me in the third grade seeing this man that got fitted for a prosthetic and being like, wow, my mom made the connection because of her love for Jesus. Um, second thing she heard about in the community, because you know all she had to do was ask and people certainly then started asking her. Um, she found out about a young girl that had really low self-esteem and she needed braces and her family couldn't afford it. So she reached out to uh, our local orthodontist that she was friends with and got the girl free braces. Um, so just like little things like that, just being the hands and feet of Jesus one person at a time. Um, this eventually uh, developed into a nonprofit ministry that she has been helping the underprivileged um, get all their needs taken care of, whether it's somebody fleeing from an abusive relationship or somebody getting out of prison for a misdemeanor or a felony. Um, she find, she makes sure that their homes are furnished. She makes sure that kids have beds to sleep on. And um, she never wants her name mentioned, but I know I said it at the beginning of this. So sorry, mama. Um, but <laughs> We're calling is, you out tonight, mom. That's it. That's it. And just humble. And she just forever will be my role model in Christ. So there you go. There it is. I, I love that so much one, and I already have chills. So I know I'm going to have a good time tonight. Cause I'm like, your first story is just so great. And what a, what an amazing demonstration of exactly what we're talking about this. Like it's, it's that, it's that humble. I think I can help here. And I want to do that in my love of Jesus and in my love of each other, Stephanie, thank you so, yeah. so much for for sharing that with us. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that's great. So I'm going to focus on the word kindness. That's the story that I have tonight and a kindness in the Greek. Um, well, kindness is the quality of being friendly or generous or considerate in the Greek. It talks about moral goodness or integrity or benignity. Did you guys know that word? I'm sorry. I stumbled on it. Cause I'm like, this. okay. So I had to look it up benignity which is a tolerance towards others. I'm like, interesting where sometimes kindness is just being able to be like, not mad. <laughs> Benignity. There we go. I learned a new word. Um, but one of the words in the Greek, uh, for the Greek word that I liked is useful. And, um, sometimes being kind is being useful. And I remember well, so, uh, in 2010, I was involved in a head on car crash and there was a long period of time where I was not able to take care of myself with a lot of injuries. My older son had a lot of injuries and it was a, it was a pretty, well, not pretty. It was a very difficult season for us for a variety of reasons. But one of the things, my right shoulder was crushed and, um, I, they, I couldn't take a shower on my own and, um, it got to be very, I got to be very high maintenance very fast. I had no idea. I had so many needs, but one of the things that I needed, at least I thought I needed was every few days I needed my hair washed. And, um, that got to be quite an ordeal because of trying to like find, I couldn't get in a shower anyway, long, the short of it is what we finally figured out is there's a great clips, like a couple of blocks from here. And once I was well enough that I could get into a car, a borrowed car, mind you, because it had to be, I had to have a certain car that my leg, cause it was straight out in a brace had to swing into anyway, I, it was a hot mess guys, but I would go to great clips like every third day. And the ladies in there got to know me great clips, is like a haircutting place. Do you guys have great clips where you are? I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, but they would go, they would just wash my hair for me. And, um, and sometimes they would just dry it all out, you know, so it would be straight and not crazy and all that stuff. There was a lady in the church. My father's a pastor. There's a lady in the church where my dad served 
And she found out that I was doing this every few days or that somebody was taking me up there to do that every few days so they could wash my hair. And of course it was like this big process or whatever. And she went into great clips and got a gift card, like a, like a significant, like 50, $75. I don't know, like a significant gift card and just wrote a note. Um, and you know, I don't know how to help, but this is a way. And I, a lot of people did things for me during that time. And all of them were so appreciative, but there was something very kind about learning about the need, right. And saying, I can be useful right here. This is one thing that I can do to help ease this burden for this family right now. And I'll, I'll never forget it. It was just one of the kindest things, uh, that anybody's ever done for me. It was just so specific, you know, so specific. Like I see you, I felt very seen in my need and, uh, yeah. And that was just huge for me. So, yeah, so that's my story. That's my story. How about let's move on to goodness. Both Katie and Sandy have stories about goodness. Do you guys want to fight it out? Who goes first? Or do you want me to call on you? Don't forget. <laughs> don't forget you're muted. Both of you. How about, um, how about Katie? We'll go to you first, Katie. Oh, <laughs> oh. and goodness. I know. Okay. I'm going to tell you what it means. Uh, not that we don't know what goodness means, but in the Greek word, it means an uprightness of heart and life of good constitution or nature. What is your story about goodness tonight, Katie? Mm. Well, um, I think I just keep thinking about that song. Uh, we know that God is good and I have grown up in church, like from birth, I was in church, but it, it didn't happen until I was in my thirties that I realized how good God is, uh, because of events in my past. I, I have a, I had a deep mistrust of people, believers, unbelievers didn't matter. Um, I always thought there was agenda behind someone's actions towards me. And uh, that carried into my marriage um, subconsciously, consciously. I was always on the defensive. And then uh, you bring kids into the mix and they're just crazy and waiting to be developed and grown and um, having their own unique personalities that were similar or in conflict to my own. I just, I, I didn't know where goodness was. I didn't know how to find it. I didn't know how to see it. I didn't know how to walk it out. And I believe in Jesus. I've believed in Jesus since I was a young girl. I just didn't understand the goodness yeah. of God and what that meant for my life. Um, and so after another argument about misplaced trust or misrepresentation of words between my husband and I, he, he said to me, I'm, I am not against you. I am for you. Mm. And when he said those words, it was the first time I heard God saying them to me too. I'm, I'm blessed with a, a wonderful husband who has walked with me through really dark valleys. And in those times, that is where I've seen the goodness of God mm -hmm. straight directly from him, uh, through my husband telling me I am good. I am good. And uh, you are good because I love you and I've made you to go be goodness in this world. Katie, that's gorgeous. What, what a testimony to really, uh, it, you know, it, it just makes me realize so plainly how someone else's desire to demonstrate the characteristics of Jesus Christ can then open our heart to a new understanding of who Jesus Christ is in our lives. Like, it's just such a, it's just so powerful, um, that his willingness and, and dedication 
and determination mm-hmm. and stick-to-itiveness and all those kind of things that you're talking about, then not only do you love him, but mm-hmm. you love him, the, the bigger him in your life. Right. Yeah. 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 I love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's a beautiful yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sandy, talk to us about goodness. So, um, I had a hard time coming up with a story cause I wanted to narrow it down and I had a whole bunch of things I could talk about as I'm sure we all do. And I always can see, and I always have a story about everything. <laughs> so, um, my story is about actually two friends who did kind of the same thing for me at the same time. Um, when my daughter went to college, um, she was a freshman in college in 20, the fall of 2020. So she graduated high school, um, the whole mess that was 2020 and she went to college in the whole mess that was 2020. And I was really struggling with that on a lot of levels. Um, she was my baby and, um, my first child that went away to school. And of course, all the things that I felt like she had lost and all the things that she was still going to lose with this experience and all that. Um, and so I had two friends, Stacy, who has been my best friend since I was five years old. So we are going on close to five decades of friendship um, had sent me this beautiful bouquet of flowers and, um, in this little Mason jar, it was like, oh my goodness, just everything. I it's like, it was perfect. This little bouquet of flowers. And I had never heard of the place that she had sent them from. Um, but she had had kids that went to college that, a little bit before then she had had twins that went away to college together. So she had went from being full nest to empty nest all at once in her life. So she knew what I was going through. Um, so I get these beautiful flowers and a couple of days later, I get a knock on the door same florist has a sweet little bouquet of flowers again in this little mason jar they're perfect from Sheena a newish friend who um lives in my neighborhood and I knew her as a neighbor I knew her from church and um we had just become acquainted a few years ago and definitely is a friend but um at that time we were more friendly than than friends and so she actually had these little bouquets sent to me as a subscription um I got one bouquet every Wednesday for a month, um, just as a reminder that she was thinking of me and again on about my daughter going to college. And so just the fact that these two friends on my very oldest friend, and she was probably actually my newest friend at the time, um, both thought of me, um, kind of like you had said earlier, just that they see saw me, that they knew me, that they acknowledged what I was going through and they wanted to do something to brighten my day. And um, I just saw so much goodness in that, in that I tried to be that for other people, um, but to be on the receiving end of it puts a whole other spin on it and makes you realize that those little acts are super important. Yeah. I love that. The, the word that keeps coming to my mind as I'm listening to all of you talk is intentionality. Like there's just this intentional, but it doesn't, it's not always big. Like the thing with the prosthetic leg, like that took more dots to connect, you know, your husband, Katie, that takes more dot. That's a time that's, you know, that over time, but some of these things are simply just watching and both are good. Both are right. Both are really impactful. Some of these things are simply watching and saying, I know this person is hurting. I can't fix that, but I can send flowers. I can buy a great cup clips gift card and just say, I see you where you're hurting, man, it's really impacting me tonight. 
remembering how much sometimes those little things really do matter to other people. Thank you for sharing that story. That's beautiful. I want to say hi to Megan. She's saying, this is so good. Megan, we're so glad that you're with us tonight. And we do have a little group watching. So if you want to give us a shout out, we'd love to say hi to you if you're watching. Thanks for joining us tonight. So we're going to talk about faithfulness. That's where we are now. We're going to talk about the fruit of the spirit that's faithfulness, which means remaining loyal and steadfast, which those are words that I love very much, as you can imagine. <laughs> I love loyal and steadfast, um, but it's also a conviction of the truth of anything um, and a belief with the idea of trust or confidence. And so Teresa is going to start us off. You have a, a story of faith or faithfulness you want to share with us tonight. Hello, and Angie, thank you so much for hosting tonight. Um, it is my honor to be here with you guys among you. I want to share with you how the faithfulness of others has impacted my life, um, the faithfulness of friends. So when you explore what the Bible's definition of a friend is and what the world's definition of a friend is, it's very, it's very different. Webster says a friend is someone that you know or whom you have a mutual bond with. And I personally believe that the definition of friendship in our culture today has been pretty much um, dumbed down to more of an acquaintance. Mm. You know, it's, it's someone that you might have a mutual interest with, but not someone who really um, the, the biblical definition of a faithful friend, someone who really loves you or or that maybe you love them deeply as well. You know, in the eyes of the world, friendship is more of um, an inward focus. You know, what you're going to do for me in the eyes of God, a faithful friend is someone who is more outward focused. What can I do to serve you? Um, and so what does it mean to be a faithful friend? You know, Angie, you, you already mentioned some of the qualities and the description of faith, uh, what, what it means to be faithful. Um, I wanted to I wanted to bring in some, what the Bible has to say basically about a faithful friend um, in Proverbs 17, 17. It says a friend loves at all times as the NIV. The NLT says a friend is always loyal. The message says a friend loves through all kinds of weather. And that sounds to me much deeper than what we generally use the word friendship for in our culture today. And so I want to share with you. Um, the difference that people have made in my life, I have experienced the faithful biblical definition of friendship. You know, when our son passed away, when Andrew died, we were shown what it was like um, for others to be the hands and feet of Jesus to us. And I have never experienced anything like that. Uh, receiving love like that is very humbling because I did absolutely nothing to deserve it. And I feel like that that is embodies the biblical definition of, of being, being faithful because it's an outward focus that served others without expecting a reward. And, and it changed me because of the impact that it had on my life. It, it caused me to want to be that for others. It caused me to do some introspection into my own habits and, and ask myself, you know, is, is, is this the qualities that you display to the people in your life that you call friends? Um, the prayer support that I received during that time is literally how I survived. And I can't tell you you know, I didn't even know it because I, in my mind, I wasn't even present, but the people that were praying for me gave me the strength literally to get out of the bed 
and to keep going the next day. And, you know, it's it's not the kind of prayer that somebody says in passing, you know, hey, I'm going to pray for you where we might bow our heads and say a prayer. I'm talking about kind of the prayer support that lasted for months and months and months. People that were on their knees pleading for me and, and, and helping me stay out of the darkness. And that kind of faithfulness is, is really, is not of this world. Mm. Um, and I wanted to mention too, because I don't want this to have like a feeling of condemnation toward it at all, because I think it's fitting to me- mention that not every friendship has the capacity for that kind of faithful support. So I wanted to use the example of uh, David and Jonathan in the Bible, because their friendship was very unique. If you don't know that story, go back and read it. It's fascinating, the, everything that happened between the two of them. But this is, this is what stood out to me. The bond between them, that what made their friendship unique was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was at the core of their relationship. And so I believe that that's the way our friendships should be as well. And I believe that we are called to have deeper friendships with the ones that the Holy Spirit leads us to. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to, I wanted to end with a, a verse in Proverbs um, 1824 out of the message says, friends come and friends go, but a true faithful friend sticks to you like family. Oh, that's good stuff, Teresa. That's really good. Yeah. Thank you very much for sharing that. I think uh, I have a ministry friend. Her name is Jessica Herberger and she writes on fellowship and, and communion. And she talks about the difference between a friend and a friendly. And that's what I hear you saying that there, you know, there are some people in our lives that are friends, some we know really well, and some we actually don't know, but we have this Holy spirit connection. And so it's okay that we don't like know their whole lives really well. We like can trust them or we know them. Cause we, we you know, the Jesus and you knows the Jesus in me, you know, and, uh, and that that's a beautiful thing, but yeah, but I do think a lot of times we misinterpret friendlies, which is like acquaintances. And then we wonder why we're lonely. And it's because we have a lot of friendlies maybe, but what, what we need is not a lot, but we need some people that are faithful friends that you're describing. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, that's good. Cassia also has a faithful illustration story. Yes. Um, so when I was a little girl, my grandma Phyllis was afraid of everything, just everything. She was called worrywart more often than she was called her God-given name. And I have so many stories about her and some of them are really funny, but some of them are actually just really sad. Yeah. Uh, we kind of lived out in the plains where there were wide open skies for miles and miles. And so if there was a storm in the forecast, my grandpa and my dad and the older boys would all hang out right on the edge of the garage and watch for, for miles and hours as it would develop and come in. But now Grandma Phyllis, at the first little sign of a dark cloud in the sky, she would gather all the essentials and she would rush down to the basement. And because I was just little and I was just a girl, she made me go with her. And she would sit there next to her AM FM radio, switching the channels back and forth, looking for an update and maybe hours sometimes, just a captive to waiting for the all clear that there was no more chance of a storm. And I never met my grandma's mom, but I am told that she had that same, like, just was a captive to fear for her entire life. So this was a generational thing for my grandma. Well, in 2013, I was on my way home from work one day and I called to talk to grandma. Like I often did just to check in on her and she answered the phone and made small talk. And I knew she'd been to the doctor that day, which is not um, unusual as you get older to just have all these doctor's appointments. So I knew she'd been to the doctor and asked grandma how her doctor's appointment went. And she said, well, they found cancer and 
with this same calmness and gentleness, she just continued to talk about prognosis and treatment options, like in the same tone that she'd talk about pulling weeds in her garden the week before. And I was trying to hold it together. And I guess it didn't do a very good job because I let out this big gasp and just lost it. And I could almost hear my grandma's finger wagging on the other end of the phone. And she said, now, don't you worry about me. God's got me. Whether he takes care of me here on earth or he takes me home to heaven, don't you worry about me. God's got me. And um, I knew that several years earlier, grandma had given her life to Jesus and that she had started um, going to church and getting involved in Bible study. And she loved to serve. Uh, grandma was especially dedicated to coming alongside grieving families by providing funeral dinner meals. And what I didn't know until that conversation was that grandma had allowed Jesus to change her heart and that she had partnered with the Holy Spirit to develop the fruit of faith in her life. It is not a faith that she had carried for always. But even after decades of being a second generation captive to fear, at that moment, she was being a carrier of faith and facing death, she was speaking life. And so I came to realize then really for the first, for the first time to really understand how Jesus radically changes people's lives, no matter how long you have been the way that you were, even if it's been for generations that he can change you. And in that moment, grandma's faith bolstered my faith and gave me the ability to believe and and times since then I have looked back as fear or worry would start to to come up and I'm reminded of of the faith that was in my grandma and it reminds me to carry that faith hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that, Casilla. What a powerful story. What a great way to close this down. You know, the thing that I'm thinking about, and I want to hear from you guys too, but the thing that I'm thinking about as each one of us have talked, I think there's been a, a hint or, or an actual statement of, and because of this, I want to do this, right? I mean, like Stephanie said, you know, because my mom did these things, I am intentional about doing these things. And Sandy was like, because these flowers came, it reminded me that the little things matter so much. You know, Teresa's like, because these people supported me faithfully in prayer, that I know better how to be a friend when people are struggling. And so even though, like, like I said, the book is about how we can have more fit, fruitfulness in our lives. The devotions are about that. Sometimes I think the greatest thing to having that is recognizing it in other people where they're doing it and how we receive it. Um, if we're receiving it from other people, then it does actually it plants seeds for that to grow in our lives as well. So um, just any like anybody you can, uh, do you want to say anything about anybody's story or just some feedback or anybody that's watching? Oh, Brenda says beautiful. Thank you for sharing. So glad that you're here tonight, Brenda. Anybody have anything else that you want to say before? Cause he's going to talk about where to like find and follow sisters forward and all that kind of good stuff. But anybody want to add anything? And then there's silence on TV, live TV and there's si No, I'm just kidding. I can't wait to meet Stephanie's mom. I hope she's coming to the gatherings because I can't wait to. I've heard so many wonderful stories about her. I can't oh, wait to we're going to love it. Kasia, uh, tell us, uh, tell everyone where they can find, follow Sisters Forward, anything. I put the link for the devotional in the description of this video. Uh, and if you're happening to listen later on the podcast, it'll be in the show notes. But anything else, Kasia, that would be helpful for them to know? 
Yeah, I was super excited to share that $1 from the sale of each of these fruitful devotionals goes to our mission partner, Forget Me Not Ministries. And Forget Me Not Ministries serves the Roma population in Tinka, Romania, and helps break the cycle of abuse and abandonment and trafficking. But they are also actively involved right now in the rescue efforts of um, I'm sorry, Ukrainian and Moldovan refugees in that region. So um, we're excited to be able to come alongside with them with the gifts that God's given us. And you can get this copy. Angie's going to put the link to yep. Amazon, but you also could get your copy in person at some of our upcoming Sister Sport gatherings and get it signed by the authors. So if you are local to Southern Indiana on April 2nd or Northwest Ohio on May 7th, we would love to have you at one of our Sister Sport gatherings. And if you're not local, I'd love for you to reach out to me about how you can bring Sister Sport gathering to your church because we want to meet you in person because you can have more of us yes hey you know darcy says what a blessing the ladies are patty says several of the devotions have been exactly what i needed for that day blessings to you ladies for sharing thank you ladies for watching tonight we really really appreciate that and this has been a delight i cannot thank you guys enough for joining me and doing this and again the link for the devotionals in the uh description and um, we're so glad that you guys were here watching with us tonight and until we see you next time peace. A huge thank you to my Sisters Forward ministry friends for joining me to share stories of their faith. If you're interested in learning more about Sisters Forward or grabbing a copy of the Fruitful Devotional, you can find all the links for that in today's show notes. And if you haven't yet, I'd be so grateful if you would follow the podcast on whatever directory you're using to listen. It only takes a second and it guarantees you'll see new episodes as soon as they drop. Thank you so much for listening. I pray wherever your day takes you, you are walking in the confident knowledge that you are a beloved, cherished child of God. Peace.